Today we're doing a uh, review of, not, of Netflix's, Netflix's, is that right? Uh, Pretty much Netflix owns it. Yeah, Netflix, uh, Irishman, uh, the 2019 film by Martin Scorsese, who hates uh, amusement parks. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a three hour and 30 well, minute movie. If he makes amusement parks, they're not very fun. Yeah, it, it, your, his amusement park, you'll be getting whacked. His amusement parks. It, it, yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, don't go. Don't go to his amusement parks. Not saying I don't enjoy his amusement parks, Martin. I like you and your amusement parks. Please do not send no one to paint my house. Uh, so uh, yeah, this movie is. Uh, it stars. Uh, but, but can you disagree with him though? No, I can't disagree. After watching this, I mean, any, or any of his films, I mean, but this one especially, after all the comments, you know. No, no, you can tell the difference between. Not to say anything uh, to, uh, not say anything to, uh, you know, critis- critical, I guess. Um, but you can tell the difference between uh, a Martin Scorsese film and a Kevin Feige film. Or a uh, Russo Brothers film or anything else like that. It's just like... Or- or, 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 Listen, uh, Martin is one of those upper echelon directors. Like, he's with the Spielbergs. He's with the uh, uh, Lucas. He's with the Kubricks. He's with the... I wouldn't put George Lucas with those people. I'll put George Lucas because, I mean, he is... He came out of era. He came out of era in the 70s. Yeah, 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 he came in the era. But, you know, although his films, like, he doesn't so much direct these days, but... Um, nah. but I'm saying, but like with Spielberg, with um, with Scorsese, I even throw out uh, uh, Oliver Stone. You know those those those. Are, you know you have those big directors. Uh, the you have Hitchcock, who is like an upper echelon, legendary director. You have John Carpenter, who is a legendary director in his own right. But I love John, but he's not in the same category say, as Spielberg, uh, Kubrick. Or a uh, or a Scorsese, yeah. and I like Martin. I like I like I like, I like uh, Carpenter. Carpenter's my boy, but it's just it it's uh, it's a different beast. But I would also say he never got the opportunities those guys got. He was always no. Yeah, you're right. Independent scene. Yeah, and his films were uh, Lord, but 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 for his budget though, for his films, they are they're tremendous. Like yeah, Big mean, Trouble in Little China is like an epic. Uh, they live. Uh, uh, it you know it no it not it but uh thing. the thing yeah the <laughs> thing uh it's just it just you know uh it's just an amazing film but Martin Scorsese his films feel like his films feels like epics 
Yeah. Like, you know, it feels like... I say the ones I've seen, I haven't... Like, I haven't seen him actually make a bad movie. Yeah. I'm I'm sure he has at some point, but I haven't seen it. Didn't Martin do... uh, did he do uh, um, Gangs of New York? That's Martin yeah. too, right? That's my, actually my favorite film of his. That's interesting. Um, uh, mine yeah. would be Goodfellas, but yeah. See, I'm not a big... See, here's the thing. Everyone, everyone talks about Goodfellas and Casino. And, you know, those type of films. I was... I like Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. I don't... I don't... I, I really... Okay, I, I will say I have one film I don't like of his. That's Casino. Hmm. Great performances by De Niro and Pesci, but I just, I don't know, I just couldn't get into it. I think it was Sharon Stone. Yeah, I I, I can see that. I can see that. I'm not a huge Sharon Stone person, but, um, yeah, uh, but just, I don't know. Uh, The Games of New York was a film that was slow for me. It's hard to get into. The beginning of the first 20 minutes or so uh, was great. Um, uh, Uh, What's that guy's name? Uh, he's very funny. He's with Will Ferrell a lot. John but, C. Riley. Yeah, but he's very he's very serious in that movie. Okay. Uh, it's just like, and, and he does with set pieces, man. Martin is a Martin. Uh, 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 uh Ridley Scott too. That's another yeah. director to throw out there. But uh, and James Cameron, you have to throw him in there. He, How can I be forget James? Yeah, yeah, we gotta throw James out there. But he, they are. They are directors like with uh, with uh, Gangs of New York. He is able to teleport you back to old New York, yeah. like like, and you believe that you were in old New York. You didn't feel like it was a set. You didn't feel like, you know, it's just it felt like gritty. It felt like New York. Yeah. And um, he is able to do that. He loves New York. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I will. I won't throw Tim Burton in the upper echelon, but Tim Burton is another big director. But I don't think he's on the. I don't think he's on the. We got to do that one day. We got to do our tiers of directors and what who would be on those tiers and where would you put Tim them? Tim Burton would not be on mine. <laughs> well, you got to put him out there. What tier would he be on though? Uh, because you not, not just your personal hate towards the man. Uh, uh, it's not hate. It's just most of his films. I just don't. It's not for me. I'm not the audience that he's going for. Yeah, I mean, but he made some good ones like. Uh, I like Beetle, I love Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Pee Wee Herbert's Big Adventure. Okay, I'll give you that. I mean, I, he's made some movies I've liked or even loved, but overall, just, I don't know. I think he, he fell I into like, I like Dumbo. I, yeah, okay, I give you that. Uh, I did <laughs> like Dumbo. Uh, and uh, But he, I feel like his films, like everybody has a signature to their films, like Spielberg. You watch a Spielberg movie and you feel like. You know that you're watching a Spielberg movie. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, you know you're watching a uh, uh, John Hughes film. You know that you're watching a uh, Joe Dante, uh, Chris Columbus. You you know that you're watching their type of films. But even though know, Chris and Joe are almost like uh, Padawans to uh, uh, John Hughes. You know, they're like many John Hughes almost because they're like students of his. Uh, but I think that uh, with Spielberg, like, it's just films. Like if you look at, uh, I'm just gonna think, um, what's that one movie uh, with the not not ET, but the the one that people compared to ET when it came out is Eight Millimeter. So what's called Super Eight? Super Eight. Oh, that. Yeah. I was thinking of something. Was it? Well, it was Spielberg, right? 
He produced it. He produced it. But you can feel it. it. And also, J.J. Abrams is a... He's like a protege of of Spielberg. And you can feel that he's a protege of Spielberg. So, you got these people that are influencing the next people. Like Mike Flanagan and stuff like that. And you got to put Scorsese in there. So, his comment with the um, amusement parks and stuff. You're like, man, that old man. But then when you watch a movie like The Irishman, and you're like, hey, man. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. He ain't wrong. And, uh, not that that's a bad thing, because it's not. They're entertaining. You know, uh, Marvel's but, entertaining. Um, DC is sometimes entertaining. but Sometimes. Yeah. I, 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 Shazam got me. It was great. But not many of them. But I think I like most. More than not, I, I would say I'm enjoyed more uh, I think the worst one's probably Justice League mm-hmm. uh, followed by probably Suicide Squad uh, but I, I like Suicide Squad to a point you know mm. it, it it gets flustered uh, but, but yeah with but this I think movie. the best one they've done is probably Joker yeah. and that's not a comic book movie <laughs> it's a it, it feels like a Martin Scorsese picture yeah um, ironically <laughs> it really does well it does because uh, the director is a student of Scorsese yeah he loves Scorsese and you, and it felt different it yeah. felt like like you said a Scorsese film it felt gritty yeah. it felt real like that's the most that's the realest comic book movie that I've ever seen like the realest comic book movie you know what I mean I do and the way that they that tackled mental illness and uh, and he's a you know, it's just really it was just a really great movie. That's why, that's one of the best movies of the year already for me on the list on my list. Um, I can't say it's the best because I still have had to see a few things. <laughs> I see I see a few things before we do our list before the end of this year. But uh, this movie stars Robert De Niro, uh, Al Pacino, and coming out of retirement, Joe Pesci. Uh, Harvey Keitel's also in it. Ray Romano's in it. Uh, you have a couple other people. Anna Paquin's in it. Um, uh, Jesse Plemons is in it. So there's uh, quite a few people. I'm not going to name everybody that's in the film. But let me give you a quick synopsis of the film. Um, in the 1950s, truck driver Frank Sharon gets in, gets involved with Russell Buffalino and his Pennsylvania crime family. As Sharon climbs the ranks to become a top hitman, he also goes to work with Jimmy Hoffa, a powerful teamster tied to organized crime. The movie is written or uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. Based off the book, um, So I Heard You Paint Houses, uh, and uh, this is uh, based on the true story and this movie so far, uh, I'll let Brandon go ahead and give me the uh, ratings and then give me uh, what has pulled in thus far. So here goes Brandon. All right. Um, it's got a 8.3 on IMDb, which is good. Metacritic <laughs> gives it a 94%. So that's awesome. Hey. Metacritic, way to show up, guys. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 96%. And 89% like this on Google. Mm. And it looks like it's uh, gained 
thus far, the uh, let's see, the budget was 140 million, and it has it has beat the budget thus far. Really? It says, I, I guess is, is that what it means? Over? They did go 140 million over budget to make it. Is that what it means? I don't know. I don't know if it's beat the budget. Uh, don't speak on that. Don't quote me on that. It might, it may or may have not. I don't know. But anyway. I know 20 million people watched it. In yeah. The first five days. I, know I don't that, know how that works for Netflix though. So I, yeah. I would. I know it had theatrical run. And it has to have a theatrical run in order to be a contender for the Academy Awards. It has to be in theaters at some point. Hence Roma last year. Which I never watched. I tried to watch Roma. I'm sorry guys. I couldn't get into Roma. I tried my best. Um, but this one... Is that a movie? Yeah. It's a it's a, it's a uh, foreign, uh, foreign speaking film. Uh, it takes place in like Mexico. Uh, during like a, a war going on there. And uh, I don't understand what, what it was about, honestly. I could not get into it. Um, the moment that this man is naked in that film uh, doing like jousting with like a shower rod or whatever he's doing and his wang just flapping around. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I can't watch this. What is this? <laughs> I thought that. I was like, what am I watching? Why did why did everybody want me to watch this movie? But no, I couldn't I couldn't finish it guys. And I'm not lying. You should watch Roma. It's on there. You'll see it. You you'll see it. I don't think I wanna see it. <laughs> you don't wanna see it. Alright <laughs> but anyway uh this movie though uh, I didn't get to see it in the theaters. I was glad to see it on Netflix. I was, about, I was thinking, oh, I'll try it out. I was thinking three hours, man. Now, and uh, it honestly, for me, it gripped me within the first 15 minutes or so. I was already gripped. Yeah. And it already, uh, you know, how'd, how'd you feel? Like, okay, like, people say it's, like, really slow. Slow-paced. And I'm like, eh, there's two ways you can look at it. In a, in a way, it is slow-paced. But in another way, it, it, I mean, it really gripped you. And it, I think I was gripped, so invested, when his truck breaks down, and then it, well, not not when the truck when they're stopping. Would, should we just go ahead and go through spoilers? Should should we? Because it's hard to talk about this movie without going through spoilers, right? I mean, sure. <laughs> well, that's not. I don't know if it's a spoiler. All right, light spoilers at first. So yeah, his truck breaks down. Yeah. And he uh, runs into Joe Pesci. Yeah. That, that, at that point is where I, I was like really invested. Just Joe Pesci. I mean, just him and De Niro. I mean, just. I mean, they're really old in the car, driving up the. You know, it's like a flashback right. kind of thing mm-hmm. throughout the movie. Goes uh, through like three. It's almost maybe like three a documentary. Different, yeah. Style. Not like it's you know found footage or anything, but it's he's telling a story. Yeah, I, I guess he's in a nursing home. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, uh, it, no, it's not really spoilers. I mean, if you watch the beginning of the movie, you'll see that he's in a nursing home, and um, he's talking to uh, he's talking to a uh, you don't know who he's talking to, uh, but and he's telling he's his talking to us. Yeah, yeah, he's talking. To, he's narrating it, telling yeah. us what happened, um, and it just. It talked about how he pretty much got involved with the uh, mafia yeah. and um, Hoffa. But yeah, I he think he delivered that, uh, meat. Yeah, he's a meat deliverer. Yeah. Uh, um, now, let me ask you this: How did you feel about the um, 
three uh, the the de aging that they had uh, at first for me it um, it wasn't jarring. I noticed it. I was like, oh yeah, there's that, you know. But then like after a while, I totally forgot all about it. Didn't even see it because because De Niro uh, acted his butt off. Pesci. Pesci's a winner in in my opinion. Pesci just so good, so good in this movie. Um, and then uh, Pacino, this freaking Pacino man. He's back to being Pacino again. He's back to being Pacino. He got away from Adam Sandler, so that's great. Um, he got away from a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, the de aging. Um, I mean, I know they were supposed to be like in their forties, right? Uh, yeah, because they keep like. Uh, somebody said that they didn't like uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Jordan Jordan Smith, says that he didn't like that they kept calling De Niro kid. Uh, but I think that he was considered kid compared to, like, say, Joe Pesci, who was supposed to be an older than he is, I guess. Hey, man, he looked older. Yeah. And, and then... They, uh, they didn't look like they de-aged him as much as they yeah. did Pacino and De Niro. Right, right. And if I, I agree with that. It feels like they didn't go overboard with, like, that. Um, I thought it was smart to do it that way as far as... Only only one time I felt like you could see uh, Robert De Niro's age and he was supposed to be a little bit younger. It's when he's beating up the... The guy at the store. Up, yeah, and he's doing the kicks. And it, the kicks, the like kicks he didn't know like, what to, how to handle the situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's like that's, you can definitely tell that's seventy year old De Niro uh, instead of a whatever thirty five to forty year old forty yeah late forty year old fifty De Niro maybe yeah I mean so um yeah he had he had issues kicking the guy <laughs> yeah um and we're going I guess uh if you don't want to hear uh, spoilers uh. Then you might want to, don't turn off, but I'm gonna get into, we're gonna get into spoilers. Okay, I like to hear you. I like you all listening to us. Uh, thank you for joining with this in this neighborhood of ours with of now blood and uh, mafias. I don't members. know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, thank you for listening. Yeah, that too. But uh, yeah, but yeah, we're gonna get we're going to some spoilers. Um, one thing I do like that they did, Brandon, in this movie. Is I thought it was interesting how, and I I, I kind of wanted to keep pausing it to see what it said, like for how all these different characters would die, these different people yeah. that they meet. There was real life people, and he said, "Oh, he got shot in the back of his head in his park in the driveway, or this person got this." I love the scene when uh, Frank is chasing down Joey in the uh, restaurant. <laughs> Like, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I knew what he was doing, but yeah. Joey. He Joey was like, Gallo. Uh, yeah, the, he, uh, he came out of nowhere. So like, yeah, Crazy Joe Gallo. Uh, yeah. But, uh. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, per se, I thought he might get away. Yeah, I did too. I thought that, um, you know. Uh, but it was crazy, the, the violence. And, you know what? In this movie, I just. Boom. And, just, the, and the thing also no hesitation. is. hesitation. Yeah, people. the thing is, man, also with, say, uh, Joe Pesci's character in this movie, the way that he was able to be so menacing without being over-the-top Joe Pesci. Yeah. He wasn't over-the-top Joe Pesci. Yeah, he even, Old uh, Joe Pesci is just as scary as young Joe Pesci. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you watch the conversation? 
Like, is it a movie? It's like a 30 minute. No. With Pacino, De Niro, Pesci, and Scorsese. No, I didn't. It just came on right after the movie for me. I was, I was oh, like, I didn't I, even. Like, I didn't even try to. I was I like, I'll watch it. And Pesci was like, well, "I'm working with Al Pacino here. I can't be me and yell. It's Pacino." <laughs> yeah. And Martin's like, "No, no, no. You're not gonna be the yeller. That's Pacino." He says, "Okay, okay. I, I like that. And that's, yeah. that's one of the reasons why he wanted to do it. He didn't want to be." Over the top. He didn't joke. want to be the same character. He wasn't Goodfellas or Casino. Or, or casino yeah. He wanted to be something different. Right. And he was. And he, he played off. I could. I could consider they his character. Him like thirty times. De Niro, like over the years, and he was like, "No, we're doing the same thing we've always done. No, no." And they Martin sent the script. Said, "I'm not reading it." <laughs> He's like, "It's different. I'm telling you, we're doing something different here." It's like. And he finally read it, like after thirty phone calls from Robert De Niro. <laughs> it's like, so I'm in. <laughs> oh wow! I didn't know that. That's some that's some insight. Uh, yeah, with Joe's character, he reminded me, and I I know you're gonna say what? <laughs> I'm sorry. He reminded me a little bit of Marv, uh, from uh from his, his wasn't he Marv on uh I'm alone. I'm alone. He's Marv, right? Cause Marvin Larry, right? Marvin Harry. Is it Marvin Harry? Now Harry's Pesci. Marvin's Stern. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, so Pesci is... Uh, okay, so he reminded me of uh, Harry uh, on there. Uh, he was like... If you think about how he was, not the whole... At the end where he's like... Dip, 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 you know, whenever he's going crazy because he's getting beat up by this kid. But uh, but like the way that he's like... Oh, yeah, so... Uh, so yeah, who who else gonna be around here uh, when you when you all leave? You gotta, you know, somebody checking in your house or anything like that. <laughs> no, we gotta stay alarm alarm system. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And just so, you know, just prying and find out information without being over the top villainous. Yeah. And and he and it was creepy and alarming, but made you feel safe. Like Pesci has a voice in this movie that lured you in. And like a false sense of comfort, like oh, he's a sweet guy. Like, like, like when, uh, for instance, whenever he's dealing with um, Robert, Robert De Niro's uh, Frank's daughter, uh, Frank's daughter always was standoffish, and he's like, "She, hey, your, your daughter, I don't think she likes me. <laughs> she don't like me. Uh, you know, hey, call over here. You know, hey, come here. You know, and um, she really didn't like because you can see how she treated." Him versus she treated Jimmy Hoffa. Oh yeah, big difference. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Hoffa was like Uncle Jimmy, yeah. you know. Uh, you know, it was almost like a grandpa. Came for... off a little bit creepy too at times. Oh, with Jimmy? Yeah. Hmm. For me, anyway, it, it, I I I understood what they were doing, but it, it could come off creepy, mm-hmm. especially when she got older. Yeah. You know, and I, we'll get into it, but because yeah. yeah. that's that's a, that is a very good scene. And people have like uh, criticized it because Anna Panic and Panic. What's her name? Last Anna Paquin. Paquin. Uh, it's only got seven lines. Seven uh, words. The movie isn't about Anna. It's yeah. not about Rogue. But, I'm sorry, but it's you know. And De Niro's uh, said what she, how she performed in this movie, was is amazing. It's yeah. Seven lines or no lines. Yeah. She her 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 uh, silence. Her silence. Volumes. Absolutely. Her silence, her looks that she would give him, yeah. that she would give uh, everyone, 
had so much. Sometimes you can communicate um, without even saying a word, and that's and that's a that's an art of acting. Um, uh, I'm watching Watchmen. Regina King in this in the show had to act without saying anything, just act with her eyes in one scene, and it was so so gripping. And I was like, man, she's a she's a really good actress. You know, you think about this woman who started on like Friday, they're playing Craig's sister. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody that started like that. Who uh, I think she was Craig's sister. I don't want to be wrong, Regina King. I may be wrong uh, on that. If I am, I apologize, Regina. Uh, but, yeah, but she started off, regardless, doing smaller roles and smaller movies to become this woman who can, like, show who, how she can act without even saying a word. And yeah. this, and, and Anna Paquin, hats off to her. I'm glad you brought it up, Brandon. She she did a brilliant job in this movie. She did. She, be, she acted better than the kid version of her did, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I probably agree with that. I it, look. I mean, the Negro's all over this movie. He's in like ninety five percent of this movie, mm-hmm. and he's he's great. And uh but he's not he's not the best part of the movie for me. Right. Like I know you you really love Pesci, and I, I think he's great in the movie too. And, but it, it's Pacino for me. I man, the- I knew he, it was the first time he's worked to Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard to believe. I mean, he did uh, The Godfather's. He did uh, Scarface. Yeah. Uh, Carlito's so, way. Scarface was Brian De Palma, I think. Uh, no, no, no. It was the other guy who's bashed Marvel. Uh, Coppola. Coppola. Uh, no, no. French, French yeah. Coppola? Yeah. No, French for Coppola did. Uh, French for Coppola was, was Godfather. I know. But I said, I said Scarface is Brian oh, De Palma. Oh, I thought you were talking about Godfather. No, no. Scarface is <laughs> Brian De Palma. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And it's crazy to think that he never in these in his world in his life worked with him. Uh, and Martin and uh, not Martin, but uh, uh, Robert and Robert uh, De Niro and uh, Al Pacino been together in Heat. They were together in uh, which in Heat they never shared. I remember this one guy was always critical of it because I never really seen Heat. I haven't seen Heat, so I can't speak on Heat. Uh, but they said that every they never really shared screen time together. They'll cut to Robert, or cut to Pacino, cut to Robert, cut to Pacino, but they wouldn't actually show them together on screen. Uh, but they were in one movie together on screen, and they did, but it wasn't the same thing. But this movie, them together, it, it you can tell that Robert takes a back seat to Pacino and let oh. Pacino does do his thing, let him be over the top, let him, and uh and I the. Character that I heard the most for in this movie is actually Pacino. Pacino's the my, the character that I think I think he was. Nobody was really good guys in this movie. No, but no, out of no. everyone, I think Hoffa was the best of everyone in this but, movie, in my opinion. I mean, I can't disagree, but he was also the most stubborn yeah. guy in this movie. Yeah. But I, I, I can understand. It, it's his union. So, I mean, <laughs> it's I love it when uh, Joe Pesci says, go tell him. Because they won't talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, like, and, that's, and that's the thing. Uh, Robert. <laughs> Frank, He's the middleman. Frank, Frank middle is man. the middleman. Frank Sharon is the middleman between the mob 
and the uh, and the Teamsters or uh, Hoffa, uh, and so you don't see, you don't ever see uh, Joe Pesci talking to Al Pacino. Yeah. You always see, yeah. Like you only, Joe Pesci talks to him on over the phone at the beginning, but. Uh, did they ever? Did they ever come up and meet? I think at, at the at the ceremony I they, did, they. I think they they had together. words. I think they had one scene together. I think. Yeah, I think at, at the at the uh, at the celebration for uh, Frank Cherry. Yeah. They they had a scene together there. Uh, oh, but you you mentioned something. Uh, the way that uh, Pacino was like, no. No, they no. They wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare. No, but the look on his face, the shock yeah. of what uh, Frank said to him. He says, "It is what it, it is. is." What it is, and he's like, what, "You know, he's like, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying to me, uh, but but you know, honestly, um, not going into that the ending yet, but things could have ended up differently, really, if communication, if if uh, if Hoffa would have." Talked to the guy in prison better and not disrespected. I think that that yeah. would have. He did disrespect him, but he was eating his ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you're disrespecting the made man. You got to remember that you, even though you are who well, you Harper are, was bigger than. But he but he wasn't a made man. Uh, being being Costa Nostra is major. Being being part of the mafia, being a made man, no, is I is like and you don't dis like. Like crazy Joe Gallo disrespecting uh, Pacino, you know, uh, and not Pacino, but uh, Pesci. Pesci. It's you know, at the end of the day, as a made man, you you don't do that. You disrespect, you get whacked. You get whacked, yeah. Disrespect, <laughs> you know, like I I'm, I don't want to disrespect Joe Pesci in real life. That man, I'm now, I'd be afraid to disrespect those guys in real life. Him. Pacino, De Niro, Scorsese, because I feel like they got some tie-ins to the mafia. They got, yeah, they they got some tie-ins. They know a little too much. <laughs> they make too many of these movies. Yeah. Especially Martin. That's yeah. basically all he he's ever done is made these mafia-style films. Yeah. You know, he branched off a little bit, but from the Italian mob to like the Irish mob with the uh, with the Departed or whatever, uh, but. For the most part, and even then, gangs of New York isn't mafia, but it's gangs. It's yeah. it's like gangs of people that live by code. You know, um, uh, Daniel Day Lewis was brilliant in that film. Uh, but I appreciate but, him doing a movie like this because he keeps it alive. Because you don't see too many movies. Uh, at least I can't no. think of too many mafia movies still going on today. It's more yeah. for television, I would say today. Yeah. Like I know Sopranos is getting one a prequel movie, but. I think it's more television. Yeah, I think I, mean, I love the the genre of mafia films. I'm so fascinated with the real life mafia. So. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I may, it made me research to find out a little bit more about some of these people uh, after watching this uh, this movie. Uh, they were just so, um, you know, it's just like to know that it's not as rare for someone in the mafia. I'm not saying it's like, don't, I'm not an expert, guys, but it's rare, it seems, that uh, to see, like, 
uh, first person that's in the mafia that would make it to retirement age. Because there was a lot of people in this movie uh, didn't get whacked on screen, but got whacked nonetheless. Oh, there is a really great scene. One of the most intense scenes in this movie uh, is um, when Jimmy Hoffa's wife gets fired and she goes to get in the car. Oh, yeah. And that, and, and it doesn't turn over immediately. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. It reminded me of Casino. That scene with uh, uh with uh Robert De Niro, um, but it's just it's a scary, it, it is a scary feeling for me. I'm like, man. That, that... scene actually reminded me. They just did it more funny. Was an American Made Tom Cruise mm-hmm. real life story as well. He got that character got ties in with the mafia. Big mistake. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Uh, and he just kept turning <laughs> every single day, expecting it to blow up every single day. But it just remind that scene kind of reminded me of. American Made towards the end of that movie. You should check it out. It's really good. I, I, I think it's Tom Cruise's best performance in years. Okay. I'd see I would it. say a decade. All right. Because um, not that he doesn't try. I mean, he tried, but, you know, this is based on his story, so he's yeah. got to try harder. That's he's right. He's got to show emotion. He has to show emotion. He has to be this character, this person. Yeah, so. um, and I think the one. Work... Right, that was intense. I think the. Um... I think Bobbert, uh, Bobbert, Robert, I was trying to say Bobby and Robert De Niro, uh, but I think Robert De Niro's character, Frank, in this movie, uh, he, um, I think that, like, the scene where he he was giving his orders, you, you know what I mean? The end? Yeah. Are we, uh, are we there yet? Are we going there? All right, are you ready to go there? I'm not ready yet. All right, well, well where do <laughs> you want to hit up first? Okay, like, okay. So when he meets Pacino, right? When we meet Pacino in the movie, they're talking about Kennedy, right? Yeah. And uh, he gets up cursing, you know, about him and everything. Uh, but when they announce that he's been assassinated, yeah. Uh, and they they're he's they're asking his opinion about it, um, and he just it almost felt like they had something to do with it, the mafia. Has something to do with it. That's that's, that's a great idea. Uh, actually, I believe. I don't know. I don't. I don't. This is just my thoughts. I don't believe Lee Harvey Oswald assassinated uh, John F. Kennedy, uh, JFK. I don't. I don't believe, I don't believe that. Uh, and then, the, and then to turn around and have. Uh, oh, um, I had his name, man. I just totally forgot it. The guy that killed uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, he was probably the mafia. Yeah, he was the thing. Yeah, he was. He was a. He had cancer. He was a. He him, himself. He uh, he did a hit. Uh, and um. Uh, Ruby Ruby. Uh, I forget his name. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Uh, man, he uh, you know. So I feel like that he was like. He was. He. I think he was trying to quiet, quiet. Um, Oswald. Oswald up. Uh, I I think, I think the mafia has something to do with it. And, and watching this movie, they didn't say that, but I believe the mafia has something to do with it because uh, they they, just felt like they elected Kennedy in order to uh, in order to like get control of Cuba, yeah. uh, be able to do things with Cuba, and uh, Kennedy essentially backstabbed him and uh, put his brother Bobby. As attorney general, he started going after the mafia, started going after the team. Yeah, he went after him. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like a slap in the face. 
Hey, hey man, where I let you and then you do this to us? What do you mean over here? You know, yeah. type of stuff. And so, I just remember Pacino's like, like, I don't know if he said my prediction or whatever, but he, his point was that uh, his brother would, would, would no longer be attorney general. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he, he said he says he says Bobby is is just is is just uh, another attorney now or something like that. Yeah, he was saying that he's no nobody important, nobody special, and those Kennedys, man, they all been a, they man they don't be born a Kennedy, uh, but you know they die, but uh, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean yeah, so but I think I do think the mafia or the Teamsters. Uh, has something to do with his his uh, his death. And it just felt like it wasn't like a big shot to him. Yeah, I'll put it that way. I think it's more than one shooter uh, for Kennedy. Uh, oh yeah, honestly, because the first bullet enters through the throat. It enters through the uh, person uh, in the front seat, and he kind of goes like this. Uh, I'm doing this. You can't see it, Mickey, but he goes to his right a little bit, uh, and then. Uh, the bullet uh, passes through uh, Kennedy's uh, neck, his throat. So he like does like a uh, like a like holding his throat like this. Yeah. And when he goes his head down, then the uh, another shot comes and shoots him, and you know explodes his brain. Um, another great movie is uh, I think it's Oliver is it Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone's JFK. JFK, yeah, Kevin with, Costner. with Kevin Costner, yeah. It was a great movie. It is a great movie. It dives into like deep conspiracies and stuff like that. But I, I, me, I think the mafia has something to do with. His I do too. That's just. My I actually would like to see Scorsese, you know, do a movie about JFK. Yeah. Assassination. Yeah, Oliver, let 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 Martin try. It. <laughs> I'd be scared to know what he comes up with, though. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I wanted to get to, and then we can get to the end. But I think this is what led to the downfall of Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, was he was supposed to have that meeting with what's his name? The one that uh, showed up late. Tony. Yeah. Tony. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tony. Tony. There's there's big Tony or there's all kinds of. He said what type? Which Tony? Which Tony? Fat Tony? Little Tony? Which fat Tony? Like yeah, that. he's they're supposed yeah. to have all of them are Tonys. And he comes in late. Mm-hmm. And he says traffic. Yeah. <laughs> traffic. You know? In Miami. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, and look how you dressed. Yeah. Am I dressed that way? Look how you dressed. You ain't dressed for no meeting. Dressed like, yeah, he came in shorts <laughs> and, uh. And a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Like, like they, they just, take it serious at yeah. all. And, uh, but yeah, I think that's what set the downfall. Because they, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. I loved that whole See, scene. It, so. it, I, I think what's sad about that too is, uh, the, um, Tim, uh, with Hoffa, he's old school. Yeah. You show up on time, you show up early, you show up there, you show up dressed, you're ready to go. You know, and if you come in late, then you're wasting my time, and it's a slap in my face, and I'm a little. I don't wait for no man yeah. longer than 10 minutes. Yeah, that's what he said. And that's a good, that's a good rule. Uh, and, uh, and then, like, that whole little scene where they, like, try to negotiate the time, what about 15 minutes? What about 12 minutes? Oh, it's good in the middle. Right there. Right there in the middle is good. Yeah, I, um, I love that that dialogue is like, like, you like, that's not the, that's not like, it's, it's, Bob, it's Robert De Niro, Frank, is Frank trying to defuse the situation. He was. 
And then there's the other guy, Mitz, Mitz, I think his name, Fritz, uh, or something like that. Uh, he was trying to defuse the situation too. Uh, but yeah, but but also with um, uh, Hoffa calling Tony, uh, he says you you people, you know, which oh, yeah. that that's brutal. You don't say that, you know. You don't you say don't that. You don't say you people to any kind of people. Yeah, you don't say that to any kind of people, especially. <laughs> that is like people, the most racist thing you can yeah, say. Especially like you know, uh, people of different ethnicities, whether it be Italian. African, uh, African, African American, <laughs> Spanish, whatever, Asian. When you say you people, I always go back to Sandler. Yeah. And Anger Man. Yeah. You people. I don't mean you people. I mean you people. <laughs> yeah. No. That, I wish people could see me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think about uh, 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 Tropical Tropic Thunder. Tropical uh, Thunder. Yeah, where uh, he's like uh, Robert Downey Jr. I can't believe we allowed him to do blackface, but it's so funny. <laughs> and that's a black man saying that. <laughs> but it was, hey, I totally forgot it was Robert. I'm allowed. Da- no, I'm not allowed. I, I wasn't. Like, no. I wasn't. I didn't realize there was Robert Downey Jr. in this role. It's just he, he mean, did that. You know no, I knew it was him, but he just did such a great job. You know who else did a great job in that movie? Go ahead and say it. Adam. Adam who? Sandler. Sandler wasn't in that movie. Who was in it? Ben Stiller. It was Ben Stiller. Jack Black, Robert Downey Jr., Matthew McConaughey. Who was the guy that... I didn't know it was him. I didn't. It was who, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is in that movie? Yeah. It's the, I hadn't seen the movie. I've seen it like once. He's got bald. He's got a bald head. He's got a goatee beard. I can't believe he that. He cusses them all out on the phone. I'm going to have to... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was there. like... And I, and I didn't know it was Tom Cruise throughout the whole movie. I forgot that. Yeah, was And at the, at the credit it says, and Tom Cruise. When was Tom Cruise in the movie? <laughs> I missed it. Then I, then I, the internet blew up about it, about yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah, I remember that because he was dancing around and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh, but. I want a sequel with that We got to get back onto the Irish movie. <laughs> we do. We do. We do. Not, not the white but man dressed scene, like the black man. But that scene we were talking about, about being late and everything, I, I truly felt. Led to his downfall with. The I mafia. think I think it was a little bits of pieces here, pieces there, that kind of led to it. I think he kind of, Jimmy Jimmy Hoffa, uh, I think he kind of felt bigger than he really was. He he thought he was kind of untouchable. I think. Uh, well, uh, in a way, I, he he kind of was because if he was touched, they were all going down. Yeah. And he said that. But you know, I think that, but. <laughs> Clearly they didn't, cause you know the man. Well, they kind of did though. But not not for that. Not for that, yeah. But he had everything on everybody. All right, so spo- <laughs> big heavy spoilers right now. All right, so uh, at the end of the film, towards the end of the film, this is the most intense. And there's no music whatsoever in this scene. Oh my goodness, it was the most heart wrenching. Okay, what scene are we going to? Are we going to actually what happened or right before what happened when Frank gets the word? All right, so let's go ahead and do this. All right, so <laughs> they start, they, they, uh, they're headed to, the, they're doing all these different transactions, uh, you know, while, they, while they're heading from uh, where they live all the way to Detroit, right? Yeah. Um, for a wedding. For a wedding. Uh, but uh, Jimmy's not going to the wedding. Jimmy's not going to the wedding. He refuses. He refuses to go. And, uh, and so... But then there is, um, so, um, he, uh, uh, 
Uh, Joe Pesci. I, I, let me find his character's name again. Uh, Joe's uh, character is uh, Russell uh, Buffalina. Yeah, uh, oh, look, before I get, get into this, Ray Romano does a great job in this yeah, movie. Yeah, Ray, Ray's an amazing in this movie. Uh, Harvey Keitel doesn't do much. Uh, but just the fact he's there. But, but it's good it's to see Harvey. I'm like, hey, Harvey Keitel. Harvey's one of those guys. Like, I'm good. It's good to see Harvey Keitel. But uh, but yeah, uh, but Ray Romano does a great job. He's he's not playing a com- a comedic character, but he but he plays um, he's uh, actually he's Russell. A lawyer. Yeah, he's Russell's cousin, uh, and he's a lawyer. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's a mafia lawyer essentially. He's the guy that gets. Uh, he's he's uh, the lawyer Frank. I love how they introduced him with Robert De Niro's character. Mm-hmm. It's like. I don't care if he did it, but did you do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it wasn't was funny at all, but it, it was. Yeah. It was, I guess the dialogue made it funny, but yeah. it wasn't the way he played it, because he's playing it very serious. Yeah. Uh, I but just, like, it's just, uh, it's good seeing Ray Romano doing something, too. I'm, I, it's just, I, he's like, we spoke about that last time, that it's good seeing actors doing stuff yeah. that, you, that you really I'm enjoy. I'm shocked that everybody loves Raymond's not getting rebooted. Yeah. They were brought back. Well, I guess because, you know, well, know Doris mom. Day died. Yeah. Uh, was it Doris Day? Is her name? Yeah, she died. Uh, uh, and then uh, uh, the other guy, the father's dead. Oh, is he? I didn't know he, he was. He died. Um, and um, I think he, the brother's still there. Yeah. Yeah, there's enough people to still do it. Uh, the twins is dead. One of the twins committed suicide, I think. Grew up and died. But anyway. Well, I guess that's. Pretty good reasons. That's yeah, so a pretty, pretty good, pretty good reasons. Um, but, but I am surprised that it's not been talks or mm-hmm. him coming back to do a sitcom. Uh, I do want to talk about real quick. Bugs is it the guy's name? Uh, that one character that was uh, in the car as well. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, I'm trying to let me get it. There's a character that was in the car as well. And uh, I want to get his name right. Well, I, I, got, I, got, I want to ask you something. Sally Bugs. Sally Bugs. He's the guy that... All right, so they showed him earlier in the scene uh, doing a hit, doing a job on uh, some guy. You know, he chokes him out. He sits in the back seat, chokes him out. Yeah. You know, uh, and so he really enjoyed choking the guy out. You know, they killed him. They uh, grind him up in, like, uh, wood chipping. Oh, yeah, that. Um and pasted them across the street there. But, um... I could not be yeah. in the mafia. No, I couldn't. I would not survive. But, uh... Well, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But there's, um... There's this... That guy that's so in the scene, um... Frank gets the call. Gets told by uh, Russell, hey, we've done all we can do for this guy. For, for Jimmy Hoffa. We've done all we can do for it. You know... And uh, and because of Frank's allegiance to, he's put in a rock and a hard place. Yes, he has he to is. be. He has to be the one. He had to be the one to be the middleman between the mafia and the teamsters, and he has to be the one to have to kill Jimmy Hoffa. And uh, I honestly, I'm watching this scene. Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna do it. You I thought, thought it's the last. Be, he's gonna, I, I thought he was going to end up killing Russell at some point mm. from putting him in a position. But without Russell, he's not even in this position. So what? What I thought was going to happen was 
I thought he was gonna honestly so there's one part part of me thinking oh lord like how is he gonna do this like cause he had his son his son uh uh Papa's son his uh foster son or whatever pick him up you know they had to fish they had a whole scene talking about fish don't pour don't don't yeah. don't uh have a fish in your in your seat <laughs> you know it leaves a smell and all this and then who does that but um I was like, how are they going to kill him? And then at first, um, when the guy wanted to, uh, he wanted, uh, Sally Bugs wanted to sit behind Frank. I thought that he was going to try to kill Frank. You know, that's what I thought. And so Frank's like, no, no, I'll sit behind you, you know. <coughs> but. Yeah, I mean, you, at that point, you don't know if, uh. They were gonna try to kill Frank or not, because mm-hmm. he was so close to Papa, and he—they told him not to warn him. And I thought he was gonna warn him. I mean, I—I I thought when he went in the house, and they seen nobody there, he'd be like, "Hey, you know, they want you dead. This is—I'm here to kill you, but go out the back door. I have something ready for you. Go, disappear. Don't be seen. Don't don't let nobody see you. Don't talk to your wife. Don't do anything. You gotta go. You know, I thought that's what he's gonna do, but." No, uh, <laughs> the big no. But but uh, but, and so uh, Russell he drives Russell. So think about this man. He drives Russell to the airport. He gets out of the car. He leaves his glasses. He goes. He gets in his plane, his pri- pri- private plane. Flies to Detroit. Uh, gets in the car that's waiting on him, at the airport. Drives to the house, picks up Sally Bugs. Uh, uh, no, then they uh, are picked up by. Uh, uh, he checked the, all through the house to make sure. Yeah. No one was there. So I thought he was gonna kill people in that house. Yeah, I didn't know what was gonna happen. Uh, and then they when they when he first drove by, he seen Jimmy waiting. Uh, he seen Jimmy waiting at the restaurant, and at this point he he's late, and um, you know, and and uh, Tony's late again. You know, and so everybody's late. And so, I'm like, he drove by him, I'm like, oh, please just tell him, don't, you know. You know, I'm like, oh, no. I thought he was just going to kill him right then or there. Uh, but then, because I know that Jimmy just disappeared, his car's left. And um, when they came back to get him, just it just was so so tense to me. Yeah. Just so tense, just to be able, to be the one that has to kill your friend. Like probably your best friend, like you know, you 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 can argue that Russell was his best friend, but I would I would argue and say Jimmy was his best friend, cause uh, Jimmy yeah Jimmy I, Jimmy I, really is the only one to truly give him a chance, made him the head of a uh, of a uh, chapter of Teamsters, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? I do. Uh, it was it was a really sad thing about it is that. Jimmy actually wanted to work it out in the end and he wasn't given a chance to and, mm. but yeah as you were saying to get to the he, he should have he should have like he had that one opportunity when he called him to say hey we're gonna come in we're gonna have a meeting we're just gonna talk you know whatever sit down and just iron this out and then like he wasn't interested in having a meeting essentially he wasn't interested in Ironing anything out, and uh, so Jimmy killed Jimmy in a sense, 
uh, of his, like you said, his stubbornness. I don't know, though. I don't know if he, they were even going to have a meeting. You think that they was always going to whack him? Yeah. I think because when, when Frank says, he's thinking about it. And all of a sudden, the plan is to kill him. I mean, it, you know, it, just boom, we're going to kill him. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be a meeting. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think I think honestly, I think that there was going to be a meeting at one point. I think that there was going to be a meeting. Uh, and the initial meeting was going to be Russell, uh, Frank, him, and then probably Tony, or whatever, and just try to iron it out. And then when he said no, I I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet at all. Yeah, but he didn't and tell then, Russell that. Yeah, yeah, but then but then there but then the next time that Jimmy spoke, he said. Oh yeah, that's alright. I already set it up with Big Tony or Fat Tony or something. And then the other Tony, you know, they're gonna come. We're gonna have a meeting. And he's like, oh, you set it up. And then so Frank kind of knew at that point it set up. And then when he talked to Russell, Russell's like, hey, uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, first said we're gonna hang back a little bit. We're gonna we ain't, we ain't going immediately immediately up. We're gonna hang back a little bit. And then he said, no, well, we're gonna hang back. But you're gonna fly to Detroit. You're gonna take care of some business. Then you're gonna come back, and then from there we're gonna drive, drive up. We'll just take our time, and drive up, you know, and yeah. just. But that whole scene with De Niro Pesci was so intense. I yeah, mean, I felt I felt really tense. I was like, oh. And no. he was like, I know this is hard for you, but we've done all we can do. Yeah, it was just. It's so final. It was yeah. It was. Yeah. No coming back. Nothing changing your mind about it. it it's done. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, and um, so he gets Jimmy in the house. Jimmy realizes at that point it's something wrong. Oh yeah. He's like, "Ain't nobody here." He's like, "Hey, let's get out let's here." Go. He shoots him unceremoniously as he, you know, as he's leaving out. Shoots him. It's fast. He didn't feel a thing. Uh, probably. Uh, I hope not. I don't know. Um, but then his body was burnt. So, so according to Frank Sharon, he killed Jimmy and buried his body. Uh, oh no, had his body. His body was burnt, and that's why no one has been able to find Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, now, uh, I honestly, some people argue with his way of thinking. I tend to think that it makes sense that he would be the one that honestly in real life killed Jimmy Hoffa. It makes sense because the, Jimmy Jimmy wouldn't just get in the car with some people yeah. unless there's somebody in the car they trust and he sees his son in the driver's seat, his foster son, and he sees his best friend in the back seat. So he's trusting him and he gives him a look like, is it okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good, Jimmy. Come on in. You know? Hey, he didn't trust a lot of people. <laughs> no, he didn't. And I wouldn't either. I mean, <laughs> that life, lifestyle and... Never go with a mafia man if they say, hey, let's take a ride down somewhere. No. No. I'm good, bro. I'm good. And, and then Keith, you know, in that moment, he was like, this, does, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. But since Frank was in there, he, like I said, his foster son, and he went ahead and did it. And should have followed his instincts. Should have followed his instincts. Should have been like, no. And they said, that's how we bring you back to your car. Mm-mm. Yeah. Why so many people have to go pick you up for a meeting? Think about it, dude. 
Think about it. Why you need a driver and new also in the front seat and then two other in the back seat? And he didn't know the guy in the passenger seat. He's like, who's this guy? Can you even see out of those glasses? You know. But um so real quick, do you believe it? Do I believe what the majority of what this film was? Do you believe it happened? I do. I honestly do. I uh, thinking about the the man, uh, the uh, Frank Sharon. He's dead now, but he did. He confessed on his deathbed. What we gain to, what we gain from lying, and his daughter doesn't. He lost his daughter in she real went, life. She wouldn't talk to him, and that was like a powerful scene, because he said he hadn't called uh, Jimmy's wife, mm-hmm. and his daughter's like, why? And he was like, why what? Why haven't you called? And uh, she knew right then. She knew he killed him. Yeah. And I mean, she knew what he did. I mean, like you brought it up earlier, uh, the the grocery. He beat up that man because mm. he pushed his daughter. Yeah. She, his his daughter never trusted trusted him. Right. After that. Um. So let me ask you this real quick, and then we go into our, our marks. Um. So do you believe that he did this? Also, people ask. People argue over over if he's the one that really killed Crazy Joe Gallo. Like I I think that he has something to do with Crazy Joe's death, and I believe that he has something to do with Jimmy's death. What are your thoughts? I, it all lines up. I mean, as far as killing Jimmy, I think he would have been someone close to him. Uh, so it, it lines up. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I can't say 100, percent but with all the evidence is presented, I would say yeah, he probably has something to do with it. As far as Joe, I don't know. Uh, it's possible. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know Joe died. He Joe, he really died at a restaurant. It it really happened just like that, you know. And uh, but they say yes. there's several men that was there shooting, and Which, it could have been, and he could have been the guy outside and shot him. But who knows? I mean, that's just crazy to think. You know, can't go into a restaurant back in those days and eat without getting mopped. Uh, getting whacked. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, mark out movie uh, time for our marks for this movie. For me, I give it five mark outs out of five. Uh, I think this is uh, instant classic now for uh, Scorsese. Oh yeah. And uh, just Joe Pesci alone coming back was a, was worth it. Uh, but I give it five out of five. I give it five out of five as well. I. All these guys working together. It was good to see uh, De Niro, Pacino working together again. It was good to see Pesci and De Niro working together. But just seeing Pacino get to be Pacino again, it's like a swan song for all three. Absolutely. Uh, it was just amazing. It's its a classic, no doubt. All right. One of the best films of the year. Well, you heard it here. But not first, but you heard it here from us. <laughs> uh, we enjoyed the film. It's on Netflix right now. It's three hours and 30 minutes. Uh, it doesn't feel like it. Uh, you, I think you enjoy it if you like mafia movies. Just enjoy the movie. Yeah. All right. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spotty. We are the Markout Mark Movie, movie Podcasters. Podcasters.